Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello again, Lisa O'Sullivan Rally Fan at your service on Spin the Rally Pod alongside our senior staff writer at dirtfish.com, David Evans, the former motorsport team boss, George Donaldson, and the man they call the voice of rally, Colin Clark. Now, we are fast heading towards the flying finish of this 2021 WRC season. The World Rally Championship coming to a climax. And I have to say, after Finland was fantastically fast and finish fabulous and just brilliant. Spain has got a lot to live up to this year on the calendar. And, and it's all one surface. Mm. Yeah, that's why I fear for at least. What does that mean, Colin? It's going to be be fast, Lisa. It is going to be fast, isn't it, Colin? Fast, but yeah, you know what? I I, I I don't know. There must be a very good reason why they've gone back to tarmac. Maybe oh, forbidden. Forbidden. The, from, the FIA from, forbade, forbade well, uh, mixed surfaces, but I presume that was under pressure from the teams. And and well, I have to say, I bemoan the passing of those fabulous wet and slippery stages we used to do. Aye. But George, it made the rally. You know, let's face it. It did. Spain it was, was a great getting event. boring. It was getting dull. It was getting predictable. You know, you basically have the <clears throat> top 10 set by stage four, stage five, and it stays that same way unless someone unless makes a silly it, mistake. It rains, Here's one for you, though, Cole. That was yeah. that was when we had Sebastian Loeb in a Citroen. Yes. yes. Will it still be the same? You know, he was against a couple of Finns uh, in Fords and, you know, perhaps a Norwegian in a Subaru. But was yeah. there anybody apart from Danny Sordo who could really challenge Loeb Let's in Spain? True. And That's was you know true. Danny was never actually really allowed to challenge him, was he? You remember there was a couple of years, wasn't there, when he he, he was leading and then he was told mm. to slow down mm. a bit. Uh, so yeah, maybe I, 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 I think that's an interesting point, David. It's one we're going to have to watch. But I, I, I fear, I really do fear that taking that day of gravel out, which, as George says, you know, certainly more often than not, it seemed to be wet and slippery, and sometimes remember that year was absolutely atrocious oh, fantastic. on the yeah, opening it was brilliant. day. Brilliant! It brilliant. was just it was just <laughs> drama and excitement, and if it wasn't wet and slippery, it was dusty as hell, and that gave us all sorts of issues. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. There were great stages. That wonderful stage where I think it was about 30 k's. It had six or seven k's of tarmac. It was a kind of U-shaped stage, mm, yeah, and the tarmac went, went along up, the top up, of the U. Up, up, up north, along the, yeah. the the bottom end of that river, and then back down south, wasn't it? Get Gandesa yeah. sort of way. It, yeah. it was a fantastic stage. And, you know, what we always got in Spain on the Friday, whether it was dry or whether it was wet, was we got drama. We got something to top, talk about, something to get excited about, and then something to take into the rest of the weekend. Your fingers crossed, fingers crossed, as you yeah, say, we'll I, get competition. Uh, then tell us, Colt, who is going to dominate in the same way that okay, Sebastian Loeb? But b- before we before we move on to that, can we can we just finish talking about what actually is <laughs> uh, what what the stages we will have? Because obviously we've lost the the gravel stages. Mm. What's coming in and and yeah. what what couple, might couple of new be a happy replacement? Yeah. Mm. Couple of new stages, some classic older ones run in reverse direction, and quite a few cases from from my look at the map. Um, and um, I think Colin's sadly correct, but and the weather's looking pretty solid, <laughs> pretty solid. It's, it's not too warm, it twenty-four degrees again, maximum. Oh, his teeth were gritted there, weren't they? <laughs> not witted. Yeah. But but here's the thing, George. You know that there's plenty of stages. There's plenty of wonderful tarmac stages. They and, are great. You know, tarmac, yeah, it's going to be good. Tarmac tarmac rallying is fantastic, and and as as David and I experienced at the weekend in Mull, it is, you know, super super exciting. But you drive around some of the tarmac stages in Spain and you know some of them are they're as close to circuit racing as we are going to get. Smooth, beautiful, flowing roads. Okay, they're up in the mountains, but they're nice and they're wide it's and they're gorgeous flowing area and, they're and beautiful area too. It's lovely. A beautiful area, beautiful to drive in your road car oh. and probably beautiful to drive in a rally car, but 
for me, not quite giving enough. Not quite giving enough to, to you have that element of jeopardy, that element of, of risk and reward. You know, they're, they're all pretty much the same. But we'll I, see. We'll see. I am, I'm playing devil's advocate here a little bit because I do, as you and I discussed quite a lot last week, Carl, I do agree with what you're saying largely. But tell me, you know, who is the new Sebastian Loeb? Who is going to make yeah. three days in Spain quite dull? No, nobody. Well, no, you know, a potential Thierry Neuville, if he if he can have, yeah. if, if he can ever yeah, get I, his car you, set up right. You, right you, out, you, out George, you take your Thierry Neville, and I'll raise you an Elvin Evans. Yeah, well, and I'll and I'll, I'll then throw in a Seb Ogier. Yeah, and yeah. you're absolutely, you're absolutely. And I'll right. trump you all with an Oit Tanak on form. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no. We're just going through the list I, of I entries. Wouldn't be, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be putting money on any one of them. Correct. The point, Lisa, and yeah. is that David is correct. You know, Yay. Uh, last time, last happen. time, ding, we ding, were, ding, ding, ding. last time we went through a period of of uh, predictability with the three days of tarmac in Spain. You know, the, the man that, that we all knew was going to win before the rally started was Sebastian Loeb. I have no idea who's going to win this event. Really, it could be one from how many drivers, guys? Four, four, at least four, maybe five drivers, and that yeah. might be enough. Might be and, enough because what we have to remember is there's very little cutting. So road position, you know what? In some ways, maybe first on the road isn't the best place to be. You've got no braking line markers, anything like that. Maybe second, third is the best place to be because there'll be very, very little pollution on the road. So it gives everyone more or less an equal chance. Do you not think it pulls those wee stones on the road, Colin? You get those little yeah, gravelly stones. It gets bit, pretty slippery, little marbly. Little bit, yeah, little bit, little yeah. bit, but it, not not massively. Undoubtedly, it is a little bit processional to go back to a three-day rally with a service at lunchtime in the same place. Uh, but I think to balance that on this event, undoubtedly, the circumstance w will do that, won't it? You know, we've got an incredible opportunity here for Sebastian Ogier to clinch an eighth world championship. He's He's been very, very vocal about his intentions to go out and win the rally. I, I just must say, by the way, I got very, very confused last week when we were talking, sitting on the dock of the bay waiting to go over to Lovely Mull. Uh, and you were saying, Col, about how I think I hadn't appreciated that we were talking exactly about Auger winning the championship in Spain. And you were saying he has to be ahead of Elvin. And I was saying, no, he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, I, I was talking about him keeping his championship alive ah. um, to go to the final round. Of course he has to. And just to be, just to be very clear, he needs... Uh, he needs six points. Uh, he needs to take six points more away. He needs to finish Spain with six <laughs> points more. David, this is, than this is a fine, David, this is a fine rear guard action, but I'm sorry, we all know you're a bit stupid no, no. now. See, and, no, George, and you have I'm a very low IQ. Briefly, so, no, George, I'm explaining what he's got to do this yeah, week. That's... Last week's gone. Yeah. Forget it. Move on. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, Roger <laughs> has, to, has to depart Spain with six points over yes. Elvin Evans. Do, do that, and he's champion. And there's no... Yeah. That would mean that Elvin could uh, finish uh, the season on the same points because, of course, he'd then be 30 points. He's now 24 points behind. Can if I that count happened, that? It goes on count. Hang on a sec, George. It goes on count back uh, because, obviously, Ogier would have won more. He'd have won 5-2-2, two, two, or if Alvin wins Monza, 5-3. So he's champion. Carry but, on, George. But, but <laughs> he is running under a suspended penalty. Yeah, so? isn't he? So, so he's got a suspended yeah, penalty for 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 driving away from a, from a police event. A police did he not get a suspended sentence for that? Yeah, but he's not going to do that again, is he? No, no, but he might not. But if he does something else, it's this is the FIA stewards that we're talking about here. With we've already talked about how ill-defined ah, I've been reading all George. the podcasts, all how ill-defined all the, the penalties are. There is no reason hmm. why why Didn't Sebastian could a... be champion elect after after Catalunya Rally. Yes, go go Didn't to we have a, a go to related penalty. Yeah, yeah, we did. Go go to Italy. Commit some other extraneous little event, and someone says, "I'm sorry, Mister uh, Mister Roger, we're docking you ten points for that." Well, you think, yeah, you're said, right, why, why not? They could do whatever they want. Happen. It had a time penalty yeah. in Finland, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, he did. For, which yeah. which, which was minute. worth nothing. Tell me, tell me, someone's not smarting about that. 
you're, you're absolutely right, George. But I think you know if we if we know one thing about Sebastian yeah, Ogier, we know that he's a deeply he's intelligent yeah. person yeah. Um, yeah. who will yeah. fully understand. And behind him, oh, you yes, know, he's got Julian and Gracia, and he's got yeah. Yamo Leitonen, he's got Kai mm. Lindstrom. All of these people, you mm-hmm. know, will will keep him on the straight and narrow if he needs to be. Maybe the bigger question is whether or not he can remember to to continually do his crash helmet up. That, yeah, you know, that's I, listen, quite a bizarre one that has. That's bizarre, yeah. David. You and I talked about it at the time when we had those, I think it was three incidents in Monte Carlo of drivers not doing yeah. it, drivers and co-drivers. We thought, is it a coincidence? And it turns out perhaps it was a coincidence. But, you know, I spoke to Carlos Del Barrio. He was one of those co-drivers who didn't do his helmet up. And he said, you know, I've been a co-driver for the best part of 40 years and it's only ever happened to me once before. And he knew exactly why it happened on that occasion, exactly why. So, you know, for it to happen to him again and then two others more or less in the same stage, to me it smacked of way more than a coincidence. And then for it to happen to Oji again, but, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, I did wonder whether something had changed, but the helmet makers tell us nothing's particularly changed with the helmet. Um, you know, I'm not saying anything sinister, but uh-huh. but to me there was maybe something more to that. But it does appear it does appear it was coincidental, you know. And, and, and the, again, the, the the checklists, Colin, that the drivers have and the co-drivers will have the same thing within those cars. Those cars are like fighter jets. You don't jump into them, hit the key, and away you go. You've got to yeah. have it warmed up in the right order. You've got to mm. you've got to array everything correctly. You've got to check everything very carefully. Make sure certain things are on, certain things are off. There's checklist after checklist, and um. You know, you just need one, you know, maybe the driver turns and says or someone comes on the radio or a last minute message, say, can you check this? Just as he's going through his set procedure, he does that. Something else pops up. Marshall comes back and says, oh, we're delaying your start by a minute. And all of a sudden your helmet's not done up. So, I mean, I think yeah. it's just it's purely down to yeah, just but George, work, George, those things happen a lot. Those things, everything you've just said there happens mm-hmm. an awful lot in a driver and co-driver's career. But as mm-hmm. I say, Del Barrio... Only previously, once in 40 years, had yeah. all of those extraneous kind of measures contributed to the fact that he forgot to do his helmet up. Once I in 40 know. years. Yeah. I, I just, I found yeah. it all a little bit odd. Well, the cars are getting more and more complex and they just come off a Christmas break. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. Are you, are you saying that it's not a coincidence, then, Cole? I was only half listening. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying there's something. There's, I'm I saying think there's I agree with there. you, Colin. I agree with I'm you. I think there's, there's something some, there. some, something's happened there that's that's mm. put that extra factor into yeah. it. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's uh, maybe it's uh, you know with these things when you're you're doing something up under your chin, you can't see what you're doing. It becomes second nature. Has has something changed fractionally? Even the shape of the loop. That maybe the, the no, but it's, there, like hasn't any, there hasn't Some been any. There hasn't been any changes. We, you know, we went through this. With not Stilo, a single didn't change. We? No, no, absolutely not. The fastening procedure hasn't changed. And same I think materials. You need, be, you need to be more specific when you're talking about fastening things under your chin, Cole, because some of us have more one chin, you know. <laughs> I, think we should, I think we should move on now. Move you know, on. We talked. Move on. It is going to be a. Yeah. hugely exciting event. You know, I've been writing some stuff this morning. Really and, good stuff, David. Uh, no, really good and, stuff. And, but it is, it is it genuinely, genuinely, really from stage one, Ogier wants to win the rally. Nope. You know, there's absolute... He He's going to be risking it, isn't he? If he's pushing, if the rain comes in. Has anybody seen a weather forecast? Yes, yeah, it's perfect. Dry. It's clear. Yeah, yeah. perfect, oh, really? David. God, yeah. it's going to be a dull rally Spain, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Not a hint of rain? Back to the beginning not again. Really, oh, not really. Lovely, lovely it's temperatures. Not, it's maybe it's a wee bit warmer on Friday. It gets up to us. It's warm today. Cooler tomorrow. Yeah. Cooler on Thursday. wee bit warmer on Friday. Doesn't really look warm enough to to create thunderstorms. There's very little air movement that can help build up a thunderstorm. So there's yeah, there's maybe so, a possibility of something, but it's going to be light. Actually, was, I was just watching the weather forecast, and we've mm. got high pressures that are moving over the UK, and we're kind of sandwiched between two of them, which means we're going to have a little bit of a cold um, passage Great. of weather over the next. But uh, but Spain, the, the high sitting right over it, so no, toasty nice. Yeah. So even and there's yeah. not even any really early morning stages where you might risk a soft tire, uh, or no. a mist, a little bit of mist. It's down to it's down to oh, nine degrees so. overnight. Uh, nine, twelve, twelve. Where nine, is that, 10, John? 11. 
Um, that, that's just in Salou I've looked at. So, wow. I mean, I could go to Flix, for instance. That's will we, will we have a fault? Because that, that triggers some mist Go to Gandesa, George. That's Sorry, up in the hills. Which one? That's, that's the good Gandesa, good four or five hundred metres higher, six hundred metres okay, higher. Okay, let's, maybe, have, maybe. let's have a we, look at that. Are we grasping at straws here? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yes, we are, Lise. Yes, we are. But regardless, yes, you know, it's they're, they're really fast roads, aren't they? So it's going to be a quick race, and there's lots of people that, you know, have got a not a point to prove, but they've got a, an absolutely strong shout uh, for a yeah. win there. You, everybody who yeah. just said all three uh, of the of the factory Toyotas, all three of the of the factory Highlanders. Wouldn't it be fabulous to see Danny Sordo winning at home? Mm. That, I mean, yeah. that would be I, a, a, and he's got a chance, David. He has he, to have a chance, doesn't he? Well, you know, there's, there's the very only, little expect. The only question mark, Cole, would be the code. He's going to be hamstrung by team or team orders. They're not going to hamstring him with those, are they? Two, two things. You're right, Lee. No, two things. Team orders are possible, un, highly unlikely at this point in the season. When mm. you're there's no driver to out. help. No, no, us, no. There will yeah. be no team orders. There will be no team orders no, because okay, none of the drivers can can win the championship. Okay, that's good. Um, but yeah, the co-driver situation could be a tricky one for uh, obviously for Danny. Can you explain why? Because he's changed it again. Because he's on Not his fifteenth co-driver of the season. Yeah, can, we, can, we, can we go into that into a little bit more depth? Why? Well, he <laughs> oh, lost yeah, Carlos Del Barrio at the start of the year, or, or they decided to go their separate ways. Carlos, no, I think I think Lee means why specifically in Spain, Cole. Well, what, just because it's only their second rally together. Is it the second or third, David? Second, second. together, isn't it? I think second. second rally Unless he's together. Done any, uh, any European Championship? Maybe so. Well, they Sec- did the they, they did the MRF tyres thing in in uh, Portugal at the weekend, didn't they? Last weekend, we're, we're, to be fair to Danny, and he always goes well in in Faf in the Faf area. Always, always, always. He was going Stay on the line, call well. He was uh, going ooh. exceptionally well there. So yeah, they've, they've they've done a few events together, but at least it's Good the Lord. home event. It's Spain. It's the Spanish crew, David. What are you? They're doing? positively um, embedded together now. They've done one, two, three, four. This will be their fifth event together. Who's this? Is that right? Danny Soto. Uh, Danny Soto and uh, Candido Carrera. That's right. a great okay, Spanish name, isn't it? It's a great, it's a great name, but I don't, I'm, I'm not familiar with him, so I don't know what he's like. But, no, but you know what? There's, is there's this, pressure on Carrera, isn't there? You know, there is. Pos- is this pos- a tricky one, though, George, uh, George or Colin? Is this, or Lisa, in fact, sorry, uh, to, to step into Spain? You know, Spain, to me, has always seemed, from a co-driver's perspective, a reasonably straightforward event you know there's not a huge number of, of junctions if we've got dry weather we're not going to have a, a massive influx of, of additional notes from the gravel mm-hmm. crews I, what do you reckon is uh, i think you might be you might be right david it might be it might be a, a more straightforward event certainly certainly uh, you know f- uh, physically you know that you're not going to be dealing with muddy shoes and crap mm. coming into the car yeah a nice clean dry event uh, it's got to be easier. It's got to be more pleasant to do. Yeah, you could go yeah. r- rally you, in your dinner you, jacket. You know. Did lovely. you just say George mud issues or muddy shoes? No, muddy shoes. <laughs> muddy shoes. You know, like muddy shoes. mud oh, in right. the car, and you know you're right. Sorry, you're, you're trying to keep the car a bit clean and tidy, and stop your. You know, when you tuck your pace notebooks back into your bag that you miss, and it goes down, and it gets wet and muddy. It's mm. yeah, it's an extra. It's an extra physical factor to deal with. None of that. Yeah. So yeah, I think you're right. I think it is. Probably one of and, the easier, cleaner events to do. And it is, you know, it's a reasonably consistent level of grip, isn't it? In the, in the wet or the dry, you know, there's it's yeah. not quite as abrasive as someone like Corsica, but mm-hmm. you, you know, you kind of know what you're going to get with the grip there, mm-hmm. don't you? But I think I think Which is you know, why the, 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 could go well. Yeah, I think that, and you also know, the the mm-hmm. comments you, you've you've I think everyone's made except except me is that that I think uh, absolutely it could be one any one of seven or eight drivers just be fighting for the lead and that would just be wouldn't that be an amazing way to finish up with the world rally car and a pure tarmac event that's going to be clean and dry to see all the drivers fighting evenly with gaps you know the same or less than we saw at the front of finland for the first two days mm. that would just be mm. amazing it's possible all the really days. possible George. it is really, really possible, possible. Have gaps. Yeah. it is an event so yeah and it you know you've got these people like elvin and thierry who who I think both of them would admit to a preference perhaps for tarmac uh, and just real races and Sordo thrown in there. There is, I, I honestly think there is plenty to get excited about. Uh, but, apart but from do you know weather. what, David? But this also helps in some ways. This helps with Elvin Evans's efforts to, to, to win the title this year because what Evans needs is he, he needs to win or he needs to be first or second. But more importantly, he needs to put drivers between himself 
and Sebastian Ogier. Now, there are some events where you would say, well, you'd be lucky to get one driver between himself and Ogier. Mm. But on mm. this one, you could foreseeably, uh, you could foreseeably see, is that the right way to put it? Uh, it is foreseeable yeah. that, it is yeah. foreseeable that <laughs> Evans could win. I'm glad it's not just me today, four... Sorry, mate. It's, well, you, I'm, still, I'm still suffering with jet lag from Mull. Um, <laughs> but you could see him getting three or four drivers between himself and Ogier. If Ogier doesn't have the best run, which is possible, mm-hmm. Evans and all the others we've talked about have a good run. It could happen. So, you know, these, these are, it's, it's, it's not all over by any stretch for Elvin Evans. It, it's a good opportunity, potentially, if the others play ball and, and, and come to the party and, you know, produce their A game. How is that for a whole load of, what do we call those things? I just talked in, um, what's, what's the phrase, David, towards Smith Evans? They were uh, all, I've, what I've, were they all? They were all, you know, I when people say things are obvious. About? Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about I, it. I'll think. I'll, I'll remember what I'm trying to say in a but minute. You do, but you do. You do wonder. It, it is very interesting, Cole. Um, <laughs> uh, unlike your last sentence, which wasn't very yes. interesting. No. But also, no. you do wonder, don't you? If you know all of this talk from Sebastian Ogier about going out to win the rally, great to be back at the races, put all of this BS in Finland behind him, and just get on with it. Is he just revving the rest of the boys up, particularly Elvin, because Elvin Maybe. knows. Uh, as we identified last week, if he wants to keep his championship alive, he has to finish ahead of him. So if you can see this guy saying, oh, I'm on for a biggie, I'm going to I'm gonna go to hammer and tongs, I'm going to win this one. You've only got one response to that, and that's to go even harder, isn't it? And Yeah, force a, force a mistake. Yeah, exactly, George, mistake, exactly. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and this, you know, we've seen this sort of psychology from... Uh, from from Ogier before but equally we have seen you know the, one of the weirdest absolutely strangest incidents in the history of of probably Sebastian Ogier's career was in 2015 wasn't it when he was he was somewhere ahead uh going into the power stage and then he crashed yeah yeah um and, just and on the handed, approach to the roundabout handed Mickelson his first win yeah that was very odd I, it, was it was absolutely was, bonkers wasn't it the suggestion was he was trying to prove a point and he was trying, he apparently had a conversation with someone about how much his winning margin could be in the power stage. He was that okay. confident he could win by... Remember he won the Mexico power stage a few years ago by about eight or nine seconds. Yeah. It was a second a kilometre quicker than anyone else, and everyone went, that's impossible. Mm. Uh, so supposedly, there was a similar conversation about what he could do in that power stage. And rather than just uh, really? cruising to victory, which he could have done, he absolutely went for it and, and got caught out by that arm code, didn't he? Well, he's not yeah. going well, to do, do that, that again. again. Yeah, he's not no, going to do that. He's not. Right, discount everything I've just said. That okay. was not but such a that, strange But that said, incident. David, I mean, for me, for me, I, I think, you know, like, like, like you're both saying, I'm, I'm quite sure that Sebastian is not just talking bullish. I'm sure he is quite determined to go out there and get a great result. Yeah. Um, and and it would be a you'd be hard pressed to say that he's not going to manage it, but the risk always is a, a mechanical malady or just a little mistake, mm. you know, just a little mistake, whatever, because he L- does want to push to that limit, and he you know so it, I think for Sebastian it'll either be, you know, a top three or nothing. I kind of yeah. is L- is what Elvin's you say the, from his body language Elvin's right the one now. That's, that's perhaps everything is very, very straightforward for, isn't it? You know, he just mm-hmm. has to go yeah. and win the rally. There is, you know, nothing Gloves off. is, is more perfect, straightforward. Yeah. Totally. Uh, but perhaps, I mean, if we look... Sorry, Cole. You know, no, here's what I think is going to be really interesting. I think you're right about the, the Elvin and Ogier dynamic. You know, it's one to watch, and I think Ogier is very much, you know, using, using his, his acquired mind games ability. Over the years, he's been very, very good at it. But I think more than that, I, I want to see Hyundai. You know, Hi, Hyundai for me is an interesting one. Uh, remember, was the last tarmac event, was it Croatia? Uh, yeah. It was, wasn't it, David? Yeah, yeah. Last, last full tarmac. And remember, like, no, Canada no, no. Ipa, 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 you plonker. Wasn't, wasn't, was it? Ipa. Ipa, of course, of course, sorry. <laughs> sorry, apologies. But, but yeah, and, and we saw we saw Nouvelle. But, but what, remember, there were a lot of questions asked back in Croatia. Uh, and there was quite a bit of analysis done as to as to how Nouvelle drives. But how does Nouvelle get so much out of that Hyundai and Tanak struggles so much? And uh, someone told me to go and look at the power stage from I think it was Croatia, it was either Croatia or I think it was. Croatia. I remember you. I remember and you saying that first column. You went back and looked, Josh. The number yeah. of times, and remember that that car was was, was developed by effectively Jerry Nouvelle. Mm-hmm. The number of times that Nouvelle used his handbrake 
was massive, massive. Yes, Something exactly. like 25, 30 mm. times. And Tanak only used his four or five times. So Neville understands the car better. That could perhaps be... But should you be using the handbrake that much? No, I mean, normally not. I mean, normally, absolutely categorically no. not. But maybe the way that transmission was, maybe the way the car was set up, you needed to unsettle it like that. I don't know. It, it, it does seem and, counterintuitive to me, Colin, yeah. He, he, he was using it in mm. relatively innocuous corners at times, just mm. just to get the car around the corner. But, but for me, that'll be interesting because if Tanak's got to grips with that, we know how quick he is on tarmac. And then we really do have a proper backline. I think Ypres yeah. probably showed that he does. He, he was quick in Ypres, wasn't he, mm. tarmac, uh, on tarmac? So, uh, uh, well, tarmac, I mean, so of all the drivers, I mean, literally all the drivers have nothing to lose except... Yeah. Except Sebastian Ogier, and he's and, and he's and he's the one that's got the, the most bullish uh, public line. I'm going to go out and win yeah. this event. Thanks very much. I'm putting this to bed now. I've had enough of it. Thanks. I'll just show uh, you who the show, show you who the boss is, and then I'm retiring. The, the event yeah. after next. Thanks very much, guys. It, I, I can't remember, but it has been a few years since Ogier won in Spain. He certainly hasn't mm. won. Of course, we missed we missed 2020. Um, yeah because Spain was never ever going to be in the calendar that year, um, despite whatever happened with COVID. But then, so you go back to 19 and Thierry won. Uh, and of mm -hmm. course, that was completely overshadowed by Tanak winning the championship uh, as well. But it's, mm -hmm. Auger hasn't won Spain in the current generation car. No, sure well, he hasn't. You know, and so, I remember it's always been first on the road for Auger. And, and uh, yeah, you yeah. Know, that, that will have penalised him. Yeah, massively uh, on the massively. gravel. So unless and, unless and the years it was wet, but yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, but even in the wet years, George, yeah, you know, yeah, I think you, you're you right. Say Colin, that yeah. first on the road, you're you're uh -huh. cleaning the puddles out. You're, yeah. you're you know you're the one that's yeah. aquaplaning. So. Uh, and because quite often we've come to stages that are wet, but they dry very quickly. Mm. Yeah, but so. as well, don't forget mm. this 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 year. You know, very sorry not to to have Pierre Louis Lube with us, but we do have. Uh, oh, exactly. How exciting is that? <laughs> Very funny. Really exciting. Sorry, Very massive funny. brain fade briefly there. But yeah, no soul. I'm having it all is the time, a, David. Is a, is, a, is a proper talent. Uh, yeah. and, and you know, we're overdue one of these stories with a super quick local youngster jumping in and, and doing what Mark Higgins used to do on the RAC rally. Uh, and, so and that's you know exciting. It is. And Solens has been around for a little while now, hasn't he? Yeah. He was. He was, he was junior champion a few years ago wasn't yep, he yep. and he had a bit of a run in our five cars and yeah you know mm. he's always had his best results on tarmac he knows these stages really really well i've always liked him i've always thought he's got something about him he's never quite had the breaks um you know he could do something he could do an oliver Solberg in sweden for example yeah he or could. he might struggle and the way but he might he might also find that he's a pontus tiedemann who just could not get the car yeah. to work didn't trust the aero didn't mm. didn't find any confidence with this car and really struggled and and you know where will he where will he find his place neil solens is it going to be an oliver solberg or is it going to be a bit of a pontus tiedemann I it's know. impossible to say isn't it because yeah. you know he's got yeah. no pedigree he could like you say it could go either way but don't forget you know you've just said it there Cole. there is oliver solberg in a world card of both in these two c Competition high end eyes. Um, so it's great to Competizione. see. Competizione. Competizione. Uh, that's Italian, they're French. But that's how it's. Is it? Oh. Yeah. That's how it's spelt. <laughs> okay. That's we how it's spelt, right? <laughs> no, it's just got an, an acute really accent. Uh, <laughs> oh, good Lord. Uh, thought, so, and then Italian. equally, we haven't really talked about M Sport uh, and Adrian Formo and Gus Greensmith, of course. But, mm. you know, Formo is, is a guy who definitely knows how to drive on tarmac. For sure. Um, so, but I did just want to very briefly mention uh, slightly further down the field uh, in terms of WRC two and three, because I think uh, Mads Osberg has to win to keep his championship alive in, in WRC oh, two. Right. Is that correct? Yeah. I don't, I'm going to say I'm just mm. literally rifling through uh, various websites Rifle to give you away. an update. I, I so I yeah, so Osberg.com today and there's no there's no calendar in it anymore. Go figure. Uh, so Osberg is um six points, eight points. God, I'm rubbish at maths. Eight points behind Andreas Mickelson. And he has done mm. one, two, three, four, five, six events. Mickelson has done one, two, three, four, five, six. So they've both done six. So 
this will be Osberg's final event. And then mm-hmm. Andreas, if he needs to, can come out and do Monza. Uh, so, yeah, Mads, Mads needs a, a big, big result. Um, do, you, do you know it's possible, David? Mads Osberg, remember there were times when he was driving a World Rally car where he would step back to the, what was, I think, the S2000 car back in those days. Yeah. For the tarmac. Yeah, for the tarmac. I remember one Germany. Yeah, that's right. The S2000. Into that orange he, car, wasn't it? Absolutely. He was never enormously comfortable, certainly not in a world car on tarmac. Mm-hmm. I think he's a better driver on tarmac now than probably he's ever been, and, and it's possible, but you know, it's not the event you want to come to if you have to win, really, is it? You know, there are some really quick tarmac drivers in that category. Who, uh, yeah, you there would are. Say, who you would say would, would, would probably be favourites before Mads, but uh, what Mads is, he is an absolute, as we've seen all year, he's a fighter and a battler, and mm. uh, you know, he has to have that car coming in perfect condition, and that's not always been the case. Uh, you know, this year. Um, he needs to have a bit of luck with the reliability of the car. He needs to make those tyres work for him. And, and that car mm. hasn't really worked particularly well this year on the Pirelli tyres for whatever reason. No, uh, you're right. So, and you, you, you're up against guys like Eric Camelli and people, yeah. you know, genuinely, genuinely very, very quick tarmac drivers. drivers. The other interesting aspect of WRC2 is, of course, Temu Sunanen starting ah. his first event with mm. Hyundai, uh, which will be very interesting to see how how he goes where okay two fins Hutunen and Sunanen who's going to be uh, who's going to be the quicker hmm. well Soon. just on experience Dark alone bread. with the car you'd you'd have to say Hutunen but but uh, Sunanen's a great driver i mean he's 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 traveled at the very close to the front of WRC top level mm-hmm. for short periods of time so yeah capable of an incredible pace but Obviously lost his way a little bit, acknowledges that, getting on with it. Yeah, I think showing mm. versatility, jumping into that car, making it fly, great opportunity for yeah. him. I, I do think, I, you know, we've we've talked about this a lot, the three of us, you know, the four of us, sorry, Lisa. And, and Sunanen is a lovely guy uh, and a genuinely quick driver. But sometimes he is pretty ill-advised. Uh, and you look at that story um, on Dirtfish this week where mm. he talks about his time at M Sport and, the lack of testing at times earlier this year, I was really surprised when, when he would stand there and say, you know, I've not had any testing. I've not had this. I've not had that. It's difficult because he, his inability to see that bigger picture potentially has cost him uh, his, mm. his opportunity. Uh, in, a, in That's a harsh. That's really hey, harsh. I, Cole, it, that's okay. Harsh, the, but equally there were some, you know, there were some good performances. There were some terrible performances, but he sometimes just, I think needs to perhaps further engage the brain or he doesn't, you know, from our side, it's great because we love it when, when drivers say these kind of things, but all year this year, M sports process and M sports way of working has had one aim. That is to get to next year um, with the best possible package budget, everything that they can. Yeah. Uh, This year has been totally sacrificed. Totally. But, but the problem is that that is absolutely correct. And that, that is, you know, for most of us, you know, crystal clear. But the problem was that Sunanen, particularly in the first part of the season, was almost expected to go out and compete, almost expected to go out and try and win stages and potentially win rallies or certainly put in the best possible performance. And what he, what he failed to do, I think, was, was you know, perhaps verbalise exactly how his preparation was not ideal and we don't uh, i'm not really having that. that call you know he's he is he is an entirely uh coherent finn you know he knows yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, what he's well. saying yeah yeah he um, does. Uh, and he thinks about what he says he's very thoughtful about what he says he, he, I, but, but i think it's harsh there was expectation on him david to deliver and he couldn't deliver because he didn't have the right preparation there's no question about that but how, how much prep did he have going into uh, into monty i don't know did he have any I can't remember. That was a difficult question. Uh, I love the I, fact we're asking <laughs> questions because I don't know the answers no, to. I, I I can't remember. I, I mean, he wouldn't have had such an extensive test as 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 anybody else. Look, let's I'm be sure, honest with but... the Monte test anyway. The chances of getting it right, you've got a ten percent chance of doing a Monte a Monte Carlo test that's going to yield you a perfect result that gives you a car that you can drive. Monte yeah. Carlo's down he, to understanding he, it before but, you go. But my my big uh, thing point there was, hang, hang on a sec, Cole, my big point there was, after 12 miles, he was four and a half seconds quicker than Sebastian Ogier yeah. in that first stage. Mm. You know, that pace 
demonstrated to me that yep. when we kicked off this season, the Fiesta was absolutely still, it still had the performance. And I still, okay, it's lagged. It's definitely lagged. But, you know, they got the new engine uh, and that picked up the performance. What would happen if you took Sebastian Elvin or Tanak and put them back in that car? Well, that, I, so I, so, so I Monte Carlo, my, if I remember correctly, Monte Carlo was Sunanen's first go on those tyres, on those Pirelli tyres. Is that not correct? Yeah, yeah. it probably it was, was yeah. anybody's probably first was. go, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah but, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, literally, no, right, yes. literally, yeah, 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 literally. Yeah. So therefore, no he didn't test. Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah. Literally, yeah. his first time. Very on. well remembered, Colin. Yeah. Sometimes I surprise myself. Really you'd have been quicker. You'd have been quicker when you were a tiny bit younger. Yeah. When I was a lot younger, at least I'm slowing down a touch, but only a touch. Don't you worry about it. No, I, listen. I, I'm not making excuses for him because I, I think that there have been mistakes from his uh, point of view and on his part. But you know, but I, I, I feel as if you know maybe we're a bit hard on him at times. And stop and being he, soppy. I am soppy because I like the kid. I like so him. I. And I, I made so him cry I. in in <gasps> Estonia. Which 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 made me feel really bad for about five minutes. You did. Um, you, I I I do remember that you were quite yeah, down. Yeah, you know, on and 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 you know, and I I like him. I like him. I think he's got massive talent, and I just think that he he's lost. He's a little bit lost, or he has been. But what I like is that he is beginning to rebuild things. There's clearly confidence uh, issues there. They are being rebuilt, and potentially. We've Colin, seen that it. was one result. Yeah, well, it's, it's, big. it's the start, David. For goodness sake, if okay. you do one rally, that's your start. You can only win the f one rally you've done. You know, okay. if he now builds on that, then yeah, great. But okay. that's what he has to do. And we've seen it with the great drivers. We saw Elvin Evans taking a step back to the British Rally Championship. We saw Tanak taking more or less a year, 18 months away from rallying. You know, mm. some of the very great drivers in rallying have had to do that. Step back to come forward. Whether he is at the same level those two were at, I don't know. Whether he'll get the opportunity to come back, I doubt it. But he's mm. he's doing what he has to do, and and you know, as I say, I just feel a bit guilty because you're right, I'm a soppy bugger, and you were very mean to him <laughs> in Estonia as well. I was, I was, but only because you, only because sometimes I have to channel my inner David. How did Evans. I miss this? You what did tell he, how me did you make him you, cry? Did he beat him up you, or something? No, no. He just David, asked him David particularly searching questions. Oh, I, I, I have hard. I ask questions for I ask questions for a broadcast, a TV broadcast, and they can be quite top line, they can be quite general, and the interviews can be quite short. Now, if you ever see David Evans in action, he is probing the whole time, and they go on and on and on until he gets an answer that he feels happy with. So sometimes he coaches me and he says, Cole, you've got to probe more. You've got to be a little bit more. So, so I do that. And I did that with with, with <laughs> You with took Timo. it way too far. <laughs> I took it too far. And, and I said something along the meaning. lines of, I said, I said something along the lines of, that's it for you. Your career's over now. <laughs> Only because David Evans what? told me to. And honestly, the, the tears welled up and he, and he couldn't speak and he turned and he walked away. Yeah, that, oh, it was uh, awful. Know, it, it was, was awful, David. But it was a, it was a fair question because you know he'd been through a really tricky patch. Let's turn it round a bit. You know the guy did a stellar, stellar job in in Finland, and he yeah. has a massive opportunity in uh, in Spain. Let's let's see what he can do. Hundred um, percent. Moving very just quickly into WRC three. Uh, I'm just looking down. Johan Rossell. Uh, one, two, three, four. Uh, I think he, he's been good. Isn't six he? events. Six events in WRC three, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, so he's he's yeah. finished. He's done. So one, two, three, four. Yeah, so Kaito is oh god, fifteen <laughs> points behind. Oh, he's running out of fingers and toes here. I am. He is, 15, he? fifteen points behind. So Kaito needs a win. Kaito, Kajetan Kaitanovic needs a win mm. in Spain, uh, in WRC three. But it yeah. is once again, it's a s splendid field. Uh, mm. for Chris Ingram's back, Pepe isn't Lopez he? And Chris Ingram and yeah. our absolute favourite. Colin Clark, who were we talking about in Mull last week that is going to Spain? Please yeah. don't let me down. We saw the no, name no, on the number plate. I'm not going to let you down, David. Oh. I'm not going to let you down, David. Just, just say something else. It's playing for, a for time. Totally <laughs> playing for time. The there, ah, yes, yes. Neil Simpson. Neil Simpson. <laughs> Neil Simpson's going. Exactly. Yes. Neil Simpson oh, and geez. and Mike Gibson, Pressure. two of the nicest people in in rallying, and they. I would say they're probably not going to win WRC three, but they need to be shooting for a podium. 
that would be a proper result for. Oh come for on, Neil's going for fun. <laughs> Neil's going for fun. He was he a is, magnificent was driver in his day, but he, he does it for fun these days. He does. Don't put pressure on the poor boy. But it is. It's 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 going to be a, a great event, and obviously it is also the end of juniors. It's mad, isn't it? How is it the end of the season? How is it the yeah. end of, of yeah. the yeah. juniors? Yeah. We Fair just play, that guys. I George. think I think we yeah, have absolutely. to say. Can we just say what you know? It's something in in my last kitchen table. Well, the one before Mull. Uh, we have to pay a, a bit of respect and take our hats off to certain people at the promoter who have managed to keep a full season. You know, to get what twelve rounds in this season. And all right, yeah. Not everyone likes Monza, and I'm. I'll, I'll wait and see. I enjoyed Monza last year, but only because it snowed and it rained like hell. Um, but you know what? T- to get 12 rounds in this year, uh, there'd be no absolute curveballs thrown at them. They've dealt with it mm. and they've done a great job. And, and we have to we have to applaud them, I think, for that, David and George and Lisa. Totally. We do. Totally. No, I mean, yeah. I, 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 bemoan, I bemoan Monza in, in one way, but only because it was boring to watch. I'm sure it would, if I'd been there, it would have been brilliant, Colin. It just right. it, George, it, it just, didn't come know, across well in the footage. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. agreed with you. It was, yeah. well, once you'd seen it, once you'd seen it, and we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. there are some yeah. events which are way, way more exciting to be at in yeah. person than they are yeah. to watch on, on telly. Um, but, yeah. you know, if they get the balance right, go up into the hills a bit more. But Monza yeah. would have been dull as ditch last year if we'd not had the weather. Mm. And I fear, I fear that could yeah. be the issue this year if we don't. La- get Lappy's the inspired tire choice of mud tires on the exactly. uh, on, on the tarmac. Exactly. I mean, how brilliant exactly. was that? Or snow tires? So he used the snow tires on the asphalt and just about exactly. took the lead. I loved well, it. He would have done if the if the if yeah. the loop had been completed, George. If they'd run that stage where yeah. it was snowing, Lappy would have been saying thank you very much. Once again, Some the weather playing that. a massive part in these events. Mm. You know, yeah. And now, David, can I say something else as well? Teams moved on from Spain. Can we, uh, just, can we just very quickly jump into JWRC just to remind everybody that Sammy Pahari leads juniors by three points from Britain's yeah. John Ooh. Armstrong with Ooh. Martin Sesks on what's 91 takeaway 77? Is that 24? 14. 14. Yeah. Uh, is it really? I'm just saying, yeah. Yeah, 14. Sorry. Yeah, don't, 14. Don't, don't, don't ever doubt Colin on arithmetic. It's, no, he's very it's good. his thing. Very it's good. his thing. No, it's, it's way better thing. than thing. It's just it's just gobsmackingly good. Sometimes. I like him working now. out average speeds. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite good on the fly. Kind of, that, that, when you yeah. used to do that in, in your day, really Colin, well. you were yeah. good. Yeah, I know. But I've forgotten the formula I used for that. I'm getting old. When I remember the formula, I'll be good again. Can I blow some hot air up David Evans's? No, 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 he was late. No, I want you, I want you because I've read an article, listen, (laughs) listen, I've read an article this morning that I enjoyed as much as any article I've read all year, David, that you wrote. I don't read all your articles. Why? (laughs) That's a disgrace. That's shocking, actually, to that. We we do need to get around to Extreme's final round in Britain, briefly. Let's get to that in a second, (laughs) but let me talk about the article you wrote. I think it was six things that we're not yet sure about for this season. Ah, yeah. And, yeah. and it was just, a, it was a beautifully written and a provocative article. I really enjoyed it. One of those articles that you just didn't want to end. You thought, well, I hope there's 10 points he's making and it finished at six, sadly. <laughs> um, Thank you very much, Colin. It kind of scares <laughs> it was, me. It was it an, it wasn't, I'd recommend anyone. It what wasn't. Was the title of, uh, I've no was, idea. Six some things. But it kind six of unanswered me. questions in the WRC driver market. That's it, that sounds about right. It scares me that you talk about it being provocative because I didn't think it was provocative. No, 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 no sorry, not provocative. Thought I, wrong word, wrong word. So I thought okay, provocative. Stick to the arithmetic, Colin. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. I, you know, last week was just bonkers, wasn't it? You know, there was just so much. Uh, yeah, it, it's it tremendous. Was tremendous. Uh, and to yeah. come off the back of Finland. Uh, and to go into a week like that, and then to go straight into Spain, and then not much of a drop off till Monza. It's it's a, a fantastic running, and even more exciting. We've got you know through November and December, we are going to have these awesome Rally One cars, which and they will be awesome. You know, in terms of technology, it's so exciting yeah. to see such a yeah. big step for WRC. And this isn't me. You know, it's not just hyperbole at all. It is really exciting. They're going to start Monty testing. You know, November, December. How cool is that? That this thing is real now, um, and yeah. we will be able to actually see genuine progress and where these cars are. We'll see them in their sort of almost final form. When you get these big, 
regulation changes, the one that we had at the end of 16, it was sensational. We talked about it again at the weekend, Colt. Remember when, when Ogier went and tested that Toyota? Um, and people yeah. didn't actually believe it was Sebastian Ogier in the car driving it because the car looked so bad. Uh, yeah. And, you know, it just brings so much news, so much excitement. So it is going to be a phenomenal end to the year for us. Um, yeah. it, it really is, particularly if this championship fight goes down to the wire. I think Which it probably will. won't. No, I think it, it will. I genuinely... I think it will. I think it will. I think. I think it's, it's a rally, guys. We all know it could happen, and yeah, it could just, exactly. it could, it could fizzle and, and effectively be sorted out in, in Spain. And fabulous, you know what a great way for Sebastian Ogier to pretty well end his professional, uh, you know, top top level career. Mm. Although he's going to continue by by dominating a championship and, and finishing at one one event ahead uh, on a nice clean clean rally where he can stand up on top of the car. Yeah, I, I think in such a worthy guy, such a great. You know, yeah. promoter of our sport, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and a, a you know a, an intelligent, clever man that's going to go on and presumably do quite quite well in uh, other motorsports that he seems to be quite focused on. I think he'll do really well. The one thing that none of them speculate, and I've not seen anything written about, how can he take the pay cut? You know, <laughs> George, you know, unless George. you got the top of Formula One. All those drivers driving those um, those sports cars in Le Mans, you know, the very best of them will be maybe getting paid a couple of hundred thousand euros a year for that I, event. I suspect his is a Toyota, an all-encompassing Toyota no, deal. Forget yeah, the money. Forget yeah. the money. Forget well, absolutely. the money. This is, this is a ridiculous conversation. He's earned his money. And he, he has earned he his knew, money, yeah. He knew his earning potential was as world rally champion by all accounts. By all accounts, he's been the best paid rally driver we have oh, ever yeah. had by, by some margin. By it's, some margin. Yeah, and his lifetime earnings will be better than anyone else, 100% anyone. sure. More than Loeb? More than Loeb, David. More than Loeb from what? Really? Well, I yeah, that might, it might be, that might be contentious because oh. Loeb had a, a, a fair bit longer. But, um, and Citroen and yeah. Red Bull, you know, yeah, in, yeah, through yeah, the good yeah, times. Yeah. yeah, but he had yeah. Volkswagen. Volkswagen mm. and Red Bull. Oh yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. So, Frankie. so, but yeah. the thing is, Ogier is at the point in his career now where he does what he wants to do. He does the fun things, and the fun yeah. things. He doesn't do the fun things because they're paying him. He does the fun things because he wants to. And yeah, he wants to be rewarded for the effort and the the risks that he takes. I'm sure of that. But he does what he wants to do. If he wants to yeah. do Dakar, he'll go and do Dakar. And it won't it's be, the challenge. Only, it's the challenge, isn't it? It's and the, the challenge, it, George. Yeah. Absolutely. The interest, you know that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You're just being a bit. I mean, I did. I did want. I was being a bit. I was being a bit David there. I was being a bit David and just throwing it in. Not necessarily my thoughts, but but you know exactly. there it is. The other thing I did think about across my mind when when he when he didn't do his helmet up again. I thought, you know, has the guy actually lost interest? Is he, he starting to switch off already? Is that him out of it? You know, we're not going back to the helmet. We're not going back to the helmet. No, no, no. Just saying that. You know, well. No, yeah. I, I, guys, you know better than any of us, George. Guys like yeah. Sebastian Auger never lose no, it. No, they never you know, do. He, they are so focused. There's only one way, and that's it. One hundred percent. Even, it, even in fifty years, when he's playing tiddlywinks, he will be taking a strategic approach to the game of mm. dominoes or tiddlywinks mm. or whatever he's playing with his great grandchildren or whatever. And I didn't still know you could them. play those games strategically. I'm going to have to go and revisit them. <laughs> yeah, no, he's Domino's George. Domino's is a great game of strategy. Oh, I love Domino's. Yeah, Domino's great, is great game of strategy. Yeah, but but what what do we think? And perhaps now we need we do need to do a little bit more research. Uh, the news today that Extreme will finish in yeah on the south coast of Britain. You know, Nothing I to... thought I was I, I'm I was I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> I was Military confused. Land. Yeah, it's on. It's on enough when when suddenly we weren't going to. So, you know, it's totally understandable why we're not going to South America. Get that. Um, we were supposed yeah. to go to Brazil and to Argentina, uh, to Patagonia. Col, you and I are absolutely gutted not to be going to Patagonia. I'm sure we totally. all Totally. Actually. Yeah. And we're going to Bovington, though, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and so Brazil and um, Patagonia are replaced with Sardinia and Bovington. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, I get it. It's all about promoting... Um, a climate change that that aspect i understand but i thought the big big point of extreme was to take the world into the area to demonstrate the, the problem area. yes absolutely but, 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 can we can we can we we really do have to give them um a, a little bit of leniency because covid 
and the pandemic has completely mm. scuppered all the I'm plans. I'm sorry, Lisa, there are other places. I'm not sure. There are more climatically sure. challenged places that there are. are open to go to. Uh, to than, be honest with you, totally, David. And well, I, I mean, Coast. I like, I like the arg- but I do like the argument that they've used this. Yeah, so they have been going to. Um, all, you know all the different different parts to, to highlight the desert, the ocean, the Arctic, the island, um, and all of that. But but that's not where people are chewing up the environment. So I can I can you can flip it by saying the people that are doing the damage are not in those places. Yes, we have seen um, how you can have a uh, you know leave it as you find it um, event in the ocean, in the Arctic, you know, in Greenland. But but it's it's. It's the cars that are being driven here. It's the way that people are living in congested environments that are yeah, causing Lise, the damage Lise, elsewhere. Lise, Lise. Yeah, I, I get exactly I can, what you're I saying. I can get mm. that argument. Right. All right. No, nah. it's not. It's not an argument. I get. It's not. It's not. That's what. That's what you know. The e-pre Spin. stuff is all about. You know what this does is it leaves them open to be able to say, yeah, we're going to take this to the streets of Buenos Aires and we're going to do a Buenos Aires circuit because that's where the environmental damage is happening. For me, they had a reasonable point of difference and they had mm-hmm. quite quite a clear message for setting this up. You know, what we've got to think about is that the motorsport market is a very crowded market. No question about that. The Extreme came along with a very, very laudable mission statement and they have compromised that mission statement on a number of occasions. Yeah, And I, I find that very, very confusing. I buy in to these electric buggies tearing up the sand dunes where turtles are laying their eggs potentially, that's another matter, in parts of Senegal, in parts of wherever. I buy into that. I think, I think there's, 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 there, is, there is reason for doing that. You know, I personally, I, I would rather they said curtail the season. If we don't Absolutely. have something, if we don't yeah. have something that fits in with our stated aims and objectives, you know, do we compromise to the point where the whole thing starts to look a bit dodgy, a bit dodgy, Mm. Or do we do we say no? We're sticking to our values because the sport supposedly is all about values. It's all about values. But all can of a I, sudden, can I add to that as well? You talk about compromises and and some dodgy decisions as well. I, I was a little annoyed, to be honest, to see that Jamie Chadwick was unable to compete in the Arctic Rally because it clashed with the W Series. Now, the whole point about Extreme E as well was about trying to bring through women drivers on a par- yeah. exactly inclusivity and representation, mm. which is a key word that you see women standing side by side with their teammates and competing equally yeah. uh, for success. Success, and you have a championship that, where you're trying to bring through women drivers solely, and you can't compete because somebody's scheduled it for the same time. Yeah. Nonsense, yeah. absolute nonsense. I agree, Lisa. It, I it was, but I, I do you think know, they've shot themselves in the foot here. You know, totally. I was I was fortunate enough to be in Saudi, and and the the way that it did raise awareness uh, of of all of those issues was fantastic, and it did it by getting out there and actually showing you the plastic on the beach and and all of that sort of stuff i just don't understand this one i don't what's, what's with what's with attaching the jurassic moniker oh, to i know, it? You you know, know I, they are clutching at straws there totally really... and, and i understand you and i people who know the uk know that that dorset coastline uh, i think it's chesil beach yeah. not far away from there it's not where we're actually racing but it's not far away from mm. there is known as the jurassic coast because you know, there are an awful lot of dinosaur fossils around there that, that tend to, to wash up on the beach and become exposed year after year because of coastal erosion. Maybe that's the point. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I, know. I, I think that's but, definitely... But, you know, the Jurassic, Jurassic just adds a little bit of, you know, I don't know. Um, do, 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 yeah, it's odd. Do, do, exactly. <laughs> it's odd. It's odd. I, I think you're right, Cole. I, I, I think you're odd. right that they should have just knocked it on the, on the head. You know, it's mm. almost bad enough that we're going to Sardinia. Uh, in October, yes. which I don't really, you know, an island expiry, what does that mean? How does that have the same relevance? Are the island sinking? Mean? Should we go to Vanuatu, which is sinking because of because of tides are rising? It's, it's disappearing. Odd. You know, there's no doubt, there is no doubt they will put on a great race. Um, and maybe that's, maybe that's enough, you know, a great race off-road will be very exciting. We all know that Sardinia has some really, really rough places that that, uh, that will be a great place to host this event. And actually just putting the programming together and bringing the race together will be enough because it gives them the, the vehicle to get the message across again. Uh, but I've got to say, I, didn't, I don't think that that's been done particularly well this year. I've watched quite a lot of it. I was in Saudi. I haven't been to any other races. So I've, I've consumed it in the same way that, the, that everybody else has. Um, and, and I 
don't feel that the, the message has been pushed particularly hard. Um, no, and I, it, and I, it I think I'd agree with that. It hasn't, it hasn't caught fire cohesive. in the way that it should have done. No, it hasn't, at least for, for me, it hasn't. And the, the way it's the Australian sh- Outback did. <laughs> and it's well, a shame because, yeah. you know, all of the aspects... Los Angeles. The, the cars we've seen, the cars are still terribly compromised uh, in terms of suspension and, and various other aspects. But they've got these amazing drivers. You know, the Carlos Sainz, Sebastian, Lowe, Johan Christofferson, yeah. the Hansons. Yeah. What are they doing? And the know? women drivers, David. Oh, sorry, I'm to- I am really... Molly Taylor. Lord. Molly Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie yeah. Chadwick. Exactly. And, and all of that whole aspect is just brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Um, but it, for some reason, it just hasn't sparked. In mm. in my eyes, I don't know why. No, I, I agree. Next. I want I wanted it George, to. I really George, wanted it George, to. George, I am I, I am actually noticing that you are not commenting. I, I suspect <laughs> that you would that you would you would fear lawsuits if you commented on this. Yep. <laughs> right. Let's let's then I let's think that's, move that, on. That's a wrap. Let's yes, quite. Let's move on and have a Lisa. Your prediction: Who's going to win Spain? Oh, dear. <sighs> um, I'm going to say Thierry Neuville. I'm terribly sorry to say you're wrong because it's going to be Alvin Evans, but <laughs> okay. Georgie? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's got the most to win by going for it, so Elfin, but uh, it'll be someone in the four-wheel drive car. <laughs> it's very open. <laughs> Neil Simpson. very open. No. I'm going to say... I'm going to give you a top four, David, because you know that Mystic <laughs> Call was at his very best on Mull. Very well, best on Mull. You, you, you know? need to explain that then in a, in a moment. Don't. Give us your top well, four. Top four is going to be Evans, Neuville, Sordo, Ogier. And Ooh. the fight will go all the way to Monza with oh, a good. winnable margin. You've well, given Ogier. us something exciting to look forward to. That that's a great shout, Colin. I, I, that's a wish list. That's the sort of thing I do, Colin. But I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, positive waves. Positive waves. Loving I've it. I've had a premonition. It's going to happen. So, so you put Evans, Evans, Newville, yeah. Sordo. Yeah. Will 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 then Tanak then a right down Will, will Elvin take all five bonus that. points as well, Colin? Uh, yes. Four bonus points. Four bonus points. So how because, many? How many? How many? In a in a demonstration of brilliant maths, now how many bonus points is Ogier going to take, Cole? None. None. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, my brilliant None. maths is kind of falling. So you're down predicting you're predicting a mediocre event for Sebastian Ogier on his his last full dry tarmac rally. I, I am predicting a bit of bad luck for Ogier. You know, luck okay. is a, the most difficult thing when you factor in when you make any predictions about rallying. It's to factor in luck, good I and think, bad luck. I think the most difficult thing. He'll target he'll a win. A he'll, he'll accept. He'll accept a six-point advantage um, plus a six-point plus advantage going into that last event, and I think that's what he'll target. And I think he'll either do that or he won't finish. Because I think he's capable of doing it. I think he can pull it all out the bag. So that would be my only prediction I'm prepared to make: is Sebastian Ogier will do what he needs to do, mm. or or something will go wrong. He's not. He is the sort of driver that it doesn't like things to go down to. No driver likes a championship no. to go down. No, to how the, many to the championships has he won well in advance of the the final events of the season? Most of them, surely. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. He won last one on the last round. Remember, he went. Yeah, but yeah. before that, the VW years, Colin won it. Well, yeah, the VW years, yeah, end of the summer. But, but he went to Australia, and remember, we all debated uh, Spain yeah. before Australia. <laughs> okay. We debated whether we would drop points to to not be first on the road in Australia. And he said, don't be silly, don't be stupid. You take every point you can when you can. And he went on first on the road in Australia to win that year in the final round. So he has done it before. It has gone to the final round, as we know. But the point is, he too. doesn't like that, does he? You know, they all want to manage their, their position. And, 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 and he, he will wow. want to get this done. The marketing and, team and, and like listen, to have all the uh, appropriate merchandise. And... Yeah. But here is the thing as well, guys. There is, there is, and this is very real. This is very, very real. There is this added uncertainty of COVID. You know, they've all been double vaxxed. This, this is know, but brilliant, brilliant both, theory from Cole. Both, no, well, listen, both... both <laughs> I had this them. most of the way up the M6 last week. <laughs> yeah. It's we had, great. We had, do you know what? We had, we had nine hours to talk on the way back Ten. on Sunday from Mull. Wow. And I think we talked nonsense for nine hours, David. There weren't too many gaps. There weren't we too many gaps, mate. We did. But come on, Cole, this but, is a really good I almost good want to know so the most stupid thing you spoke this. about, but maybe not. What is happening? What is happening in the UK, and I assume through the rest uh. of Europe, 
His school kids are going back to school, and as David knows, bringing COVID into the households and a Weaponized. lot of households. Yeah. So, you know, we know that Elvin's got two young kids. We know that Seb's got a young child. You know, I would almost, I would almost be saying between this event and Monza, you isolate. You yeah. isolate all because it is, it is a real risk that mm. any of the drivers in the WRC could pick up COVID between now and the final round. And then their season is blown. Certainly, the two at the top. And it's not. Yeah. It's not on a, on a, on medical grounds, Cole, because they're they're athletes and they'll be double vaccinated and, and all right. of that, and, and they'd they get over get it. But it is the simple fact that a positive test PCR Those means you cannot travel. So right. regardless of whether they're Correct. asymptomatic or whatever, they're not going yeah. anywhere. And I think and you also, know, you're and dead also right. the people in their group, of course, and, and you know, what contracts. We saw, if you remember last year, what was the penultimate round last year? Um, was it Sardinia? Sardinia, yeah. Sardinia. Remember, Elvin was booked on an EasyJet flight back from Sardinia. Yeah. And Toyota changed all of his travel plans last minute. They put him on a private jet to come home because they didn't want him sitting on it. Not, not, nothing against EasyJet because all the airlines are still filling their aircraft as they have always done. Mm. Um, but you know, they, did, they didn't want... i tell you what it was. It was Turkey. Turkey, I think, he got the private jet home That's rather right, than yeah. taking... Rather than... Oh! That's not isn't it? Sorry, Not it me. is me, guys. It is me, so, guys. So I'm going to I'm going to love you. I'm going to love you and leave you. And I'm going to answer this phone, okay? Well, Enjoy I'll do. All the best. Cheers, guys. Enjoy. Bye. See you, mate. So, so yeah, I, I that's think a very that's good point. That needs to be considered. That's a very good point, and I still think we're clutching at straws. But, um, but that is Spain. That is Spain. That's how far we are in the calendar, Spain. I am Can't desperately trying to think of that really interesting question that you just asked Lee about what was the most stupid thing that we talked about on the way down yep. the road I'm, I'm just trying um, to find how how low was the low <laughs> when one of you said have you ever wondered or yeah. what is the worst no, I think and obviously remember we, we was... don't have a, a, a an X rating for this podcast <laughs> no, there was, no there was lots of tosh and nonsense talked genuinely <laughs> Um, but just before we go, I think it is worth just reflecting. Actually, we were we weren't talking nonsense because we were inspired by the fabulously lovely Land Rover Defender ninety that we borrowed from Land Rover to go up there, which was an epic vehicle. Um, and it was a great event, wasn't it, Carl? The, you were giddy, you were giddy, car giddy. We were car giddy. But if if people haven't been to Mull, you need to go walk to the nearest mirror, look at yourselves in the mirror, and and. Ask yourself what's going have on. Yeah, have a word with yourself because it is a. <laughs> actually, no. We should say it's rubbish. It's a terrible don't event. Go. Don't and go. It's the most appalling part of the world. Please don't go because accommodation is already booked for the next ten years. You can't get a ferry for <laughs> weeks. But it, it was magical again, wasn't it, Cole? It was absolutely magical. We, we had a great time, uh, and uh, you and I enjoyed every minute for David. And you're quite right. We spent Some minutes an more inordinate amount of time in the Land Rover Defender 90. and, mm. uh, and, it, and it, Did you take I, turns in driving? Well, we were supposed to. <laughs> we were supposed to, Lisa. He I was asleep one... most of the time. <laughs> it was a great car. And, and the, what, what astonished me about it, I, I actually started driving in a Defender 90. One of my first jobs, the car that we used was a Defender 90, and that was 33 years ago. Um Quite different, this one, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I remember, I remember in the old one, going down the M6, just after Junction 9, there's a downhill section. And I went downhill there, wind behind, and got 83 miles an hour out of it. <laughs> 83 miles, and I was absolutely ecstatic back in 1988. Well, this thing could hit 83 miles an hour in probably about eight seconds. It was just astonishingly fast. It made the most amazing noise. Um, and I loved every oh, minute lovely. of the, I think, Every minute of the seven or eight minutes that David let me drive for. <laughs> you were and just how grumpy. Long, how though. long before you'd worked out exactly how to adjust your seat into the right sleeping position oh, yes. with the heated seat <laughs> and I'm guessing oh, no, no, lumbar no. support? Let me tell you, Lisa, let me tell you what I didn't work out and David worked out very quickly. <laughs> and so, so he, he takes great joy and he, he cackles like a witch whenever he gets away with it. <laughs> You know, in putting the heated seats on for me. When we're in places like, I don't know, Saudi Arabia and it's 40 degrees and he puts the heated seats on and then laughs, laughs like a manic, manic person. What he discovered this time was that the Land Rover had cooled seats and it blew cold air up your backside. Oh, And what say. annoyed the hell out of me was every time he would just fall about laughing and I couldn't work out how to turn it off. And I still don't know how to turn <laughs> oh, it off. It was, so he so an actually, extra minute or two of pleasure and then he turned it off. Lisa, in answer to the question, the that was the most stupid thing. And that debate <laughs> did go on for three days. 
Well, they've kept you entertained, David, then then that's what you need. Um, Hopefully we've kept you entertained. Uh, This has been The Rally Pod. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening and enduring this amount of talking um, by the team. If you want to get in touch, at Dirtfish Rally on Twitter is a really good way to get in touch. Bring us your questions and, uh, you know, your comments and, yeah, take those into account. And if you want to subscribe, just click the subscribe button on your podcast supplier and the next edition will be dropped in as soon as we've recorded it. And the next one pretty much can guarantee, possibly, maybe, unless we get a special breaking news version, will be the review of the Rally de Catalunya. And uh, yeah, I'm quite irked that I'm not going to be in Salau. I haven't been there for ages, but I do like it. Still never been around the theme park, Port Aventura. Quite fancy doing that one weekend as well. But uh, And lads, Ferrari World now as well. Ferrari Well, well no, Ferrari I saw them building World. that and that's just the weirdest looking roller coaster. I mean, if anything yeah. says, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks, Lisa. <laughs> Very much.